That's the name of the number or the musical. It could be either. Ooh, 710 split. Yeah. Or just split! Exclamation point. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Video game optimism. Wow. It's the Optimist's video game variety show where two best friends talk about the wonderful world of gaming. My oh. name's Chase. My name's David. Are we not are we not goofing this week? Are we not doing we can, a goof? No, I I thought we'd I thought we'd flip it on him. We do a goof right here now. Oh. Gotta keep gotta keep things. It's the post introduction goof. Yeah. So let's see. Let's 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 think of the goof. What 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 could we do right here? What's what's the fresh episode 103 goof that we're bringing to the table this week? What what other funny goofs do we have? Well, hey, have you been playing video games, David? <laughs> <laughs> the well dr- runs dry. Uh, yeah. There is a drought <laughs> now of goofs. <laughs> we hung out all weekend, and so Spreads I'm like across I'm... the land. <laughs> I've been I've been goofing pretty much as hard as I can all weekend. We can, we can and here just we, are. we can just lay down some of the best goofs we did over the weekend at the bachelor party, like when I called Miss Mario Mister Worldwide. That was really good. People enjoyed that one. I liked Mister uh, Wario being called Mister Worldwide. I really really enjoyed the concept of Pac Man being like pa- hyper, pacifist man, <laughs> hyper religious guy. Yeah, that was really really good to me. I mean, he puts that hydrant down, and there's water that goes in both directions. Which uh, kind of looks like a cross to me. It's yeah, it's a little Christ-like. Which cross I'm, to me. I'm really into that. Pacifist man. <laughs> yeah, great. Those are all really good goofs. Uh, hey, <laughs> have you been playing video <laughs> games, David? <laughs> I've been playing so many games. Yeah, because as I said, we were at a bachelor party where the main course yeah. was g- games. It was video games. Yeah. Of course, I've still been playing obscene amount of Elden Ring. Yeah. Still very good. Still very into it. Yeah, the it's, underground it's caverns. Game. Oh my goodness. When you go down the first time, you're like, holy yeah. shit. Just keeps going. It's great. It's nuts. Yeah. Very dramatic moment. And it looks beautiful down there. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's tight. And played some Metroid Dread on the plane. Oh yeah, sure. Your travel companion. It's not a great plane game. Yeah, a little tough. I need <laughs> I need more real estate from my eyes. And your arms, I And suspect. my arms, yeah. yeah. So I'm a wide I'm a wide boy. Um <laughs> so I need a little bit more space to to lay out yeah. to play a game like Metroid Dread on the plane effectively. Gotta get that Samus width. Yeah. But still a very fun game. It kicks my yeah. kicks my ass sometimes. Just like brutally yeah. kicks my ass. So I'm, I haven't made great progress in it, to be honest, because sure. I'll just be going, 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 and then I'll just like hit a room. I'm just like, I need to be way more engaged than I am right now to be able to get through this part. <laughs> it does it does demand a lot from you every now and then. Yeah. And I also have difficulty because there's so many items and like things you can do in this game that the, mm-hmm. the breaks I take in between playing it, I just forget <laughs> so much. Yeah, uh, it's it's not a great game to come back and try to jump into. It's really it's kind of demanding in that way. I played it over the course of like a week, so I I feel like I didn't really run into this problem super hard. But I could definitely see the the like item management being being pretty tough, and then also the like just the map management. I was the lost in that game management. pretty pretty regularly. This is a big hefty map. Yeah, 
hefty uh yeah so and all the different ways that it interconnects and like the 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 portals and the the elevators i'm like oh my goodness i'm so lost yeah. so i'm using a lot of of guides for this game um but yeah. it's fun i still i still yeah. enjoy it uh it's just it's a dense dense game mechanically mm -hmm. so it's intimidating to jump back into it every now and then yeah sure uh, but still good dived back into hades on cool. the plane yeah. right back tempting why not i saw it i saw it being played this weekend too and i was like maybe i play it again though i yeah drew drew shout out drew played it for a little for a hot second at the mm -hmm. at the bachelor party on the big screen like 30 seconds i will say not and very like, long looked directly at me and it's like <laughs> hey david you see what i'm playing drew known listener of the show just yeah. teasing me teasing me with the hades bait it was an invitation yeah and i couldn't resist i couldn't resist <laughs> yeah i hopped back in and i got like a super soaker gun with this playthrough because mm -hmm. i used the the gun and it was the lucifer gun mm. and then i got the poseidon boon for attack yeah so it just like blasts people away with a jet of water it was great <laughs> it was so fun and i just get yeah. i got the the rupturing boon and i got the boon that makes people take extra damage if you hit them against a wall mm -hmm. and so i was just i was just killing people it was a great combo of great combo of boons it was it was Sweet. awesome Nice. new one it's just like first playthrough afterwards i'm like oh i've never had this playthrough before this is great it's great it's incredible still good, good to play yeah it's pretty amazing um i think that's everything that i've been playing individually do you want to go over what you've been playing individually and then we'll talk about stuff at the bachelor party together yeah sure because yeah there's there's definitely some crossover there let's see so uh the things that i'm playing mostly on my own are uh two mostly steam deck games well it, they're steam games i just happen to be playing them on the steam deck Mm -hmm. And the first one is Rogue Legacy 2. Do you, do you know about this game? Do you know about Rogue Legacy? I've heard the name, but I don't really know anything about it. Sure. Okay. So like Rogue Legacy 1, I think it came out in like 2011, 2013, something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was this like side-scrolling roguelike, maybe roguelite um, is a better description, but where you like run through this castle, there's like a handful of bosses and, uh, you know, there's like meta progression on top of it. It's like a 2D side-scroller sort of thing and like has, I'd say, a fairly not chipper, but kind of like bright and fun looking color palette and art style overall. And so sure. it has this kind of like, not happy go lucky, but upbeat attitude to it rather mm -hmm. than like, you know, some, some darker stuff. And by and large, this was like my introduction to the roguelike genre 10 years ago or whatever. Uh -huh. um, this and FTL were like the, the first games that I played that were like really interested in the, the loop of going through a kind of similar layout that is procedurally generated that uh, you, you're intended to play through many, many times. Sure. I kind of missed the boat with like Spelunky, which I know had come out before that. And mm -hmm. then also Binding of Isaac. I Both of those came out before Rogue Legacy 1, but I just hadn't really like gotten into them that much. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so cut to, you know, I think it was earlier this year or earlier last year. I'm not sure. Uh, the Besties had covered this at some point and I like picked it, picked it up because uh, it was in early access a little while ago, mm -hmm. Rogue Legacy 2, and uh, had liked it and was like, I bet I will enjoy the full release. I'm just going to hold off on this. Yeah. Because um, like some games are like in early access, but it's like, damn, this thing is like damn near done, right? Like they're kind of just like adding features at this point. Mm -hmm. But Rogue Legacy, it was clear, like you got to one part of the game and it's like, hey, we're not this. This is it right now. Like there's there's no more, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is fine. Like, cool. It's like kind of a, a, a big old demo. And so it was like, great. I'll come back to it and came back to it. And here we are. <laughs> it is. Here um, we are. 
here we are. Uh, it's It's got this, like, it, it's very similar to the first Rogue Legacy, like, just on the surface. Many of, like, the ideas that they were working with are still very present, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're still running through a big castle, beating a handful of bosses, and when you die, you take back the gold that you would earn from that run to, like, improve your characters and yeah. unlock new classes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That part of it is all still there. I think, like, they have just sort of taken a lot of those ideas, you know, out farther. They've pushed them farther. So, more upgrades. Uh, the castle like sort of is more interesting and a little bit more dynamic in this one. The abilities that they're giving you are interesting and neat. And you essentially have to like go through these challenges before you can even unlock them to like essentially prove that you're ready. There's like these mm-hmm. big uh, like statues that you'll run up to and it's uh, like, hey, dude, you want to learn how to like double jump or, uh, you know, air dash or whatever. Yeah. And you have to like go through these trials where it's like teaching you how to air dash essentially, um, which is I think kind of an interesting way to like give you the ability to do those things. Sure. And so they they are air like adding on like mechanics slowly but surely, which I think is is a, a cool addition here. Mm-hmm. It does have like like I said this like significant like meta progression layer that I I sort of fear that will turn off some of the rogue like purists. Sure. It, it you can definitely make the game easier for yourself if you just grind levels i just want to feel bad about myself when i play this game how do i turn that mode on (laughs) yeah i mean there's a lot of like good options in here there's uh something called house mode that they or house rules rather that you can update and it's a lot of like you know invincibility or you know damage output or uh up your health by x percent which i think is like again that's that's the kind of accessibility that i really prefer where they're just like Listen, you can kind of like break the quote unquote, you know, base experience in this game. But if you want to like do it, like we don't, I don't give a shit. It's your game. Um, play it how it's you your want. Game. Yeah, yeah. Play, play it how you want to. And so like, while I haven't really messed with a lot of that stuff, because I do trust the designers and like the developers of this game to, you know, have tuned the difficulty to a certain extent. It is nice to know that like it is there. And, you know, if somebody wanted to just kind of like run through this game, they could because mm-hmm. there's there's kind of a story in there. So it is neat to kind of experience that. But anyway, yeah, like I, I, I do think that the the meta progression layer that they have being able to, you know, up your max health or your you know normal base damage is a cool way to add a normal amount of difficulty on yourself to just kind of layer it off a little bit before you're just like, I'm going to turn on invulnerability or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, it feels very Elden Ring. It feels like a a lot of those kind of games that allow you to uh, put in more work to make the game easier on yourself rather than just having to like do a no hit run or something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I I also think like the art is really incredible. Like some of it, it's got this like kind of two and a half D stuff going on, Mm -hmm. which for whatever reason, I remember this looking a lot worse in the early access. I was like not a huge fan of the art style. And I'm not sure if like it's just grown on me or if like they've done a lot of tuning to make it look really good. But it's made a pop somehow. Yeah, it looks it looks great on the screen. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. maybe I just am misremembering what that looked like. But I I, I think it looks really good. So like overall, I don't I don't think this game is like, you know, the the splash that the first one was, but it's still really fun. Like Mm -hmm. the the first Rogue Legacy is like still very cool. And so to just have like more of that is not a bad thing to me at all. Yeah. I think it's like a really good introduction into the genre overall. Um, like if, if this was your first roguelike, I think people would like you, you grok it pretty quickly, like what you have to do. Sure. And it's it, like I said, it's just it's not too complicated. There's an attack and a jump and like kind of a, a, a bounce. If you like attack downward, you can kind of do like a, a down air <laughs> from smash. Oh, hell and, yeah. Like, bounce off of certain things so, Ooh, to kind of like hop smash your way up. Smash roguelike would be fun. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's true. Whoa. 
so yeah it's 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 really good it's not like shattering my mind but i'm having just like a really good time playing through it yeah it's it's a good video game the rogue legacy too cool the other game that i've been playing uh on my own is this game called the iron oath i was just showing this to you it looks cool it looks cool and 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 it is cool I'm, I'm really enjoying this one a lot it's this as as they describe it a tactical fantasy rpg uh, it's made by this company called curious panda mm-hmm. the the main f- core mechanic of this game it's it's sort of a fire emblem kind of thing it's like a, a fighting tactical game that is grid based and you know you have certain characters that move across the grid and you go back and forth fighting can you make baddies. friends uh you can you can make friends yeah that's why chase is there i i wish i don't know if you can kiss anybody <laughs> uh which is thus far a shame but um, that's a big big uh <laughs> mark it's an against it <laughs> yeah in the con it's, category for this game cannot kiss cannot no, thank kiss you. no all caps <laughs> let's see so yeah you have that system kind of at the bottom of it above that is this like dungeon crawler thing that you do so um it reminds me did you ever play darkest dungeon do you know that game i never played it but i watched you play it a oh, okay times. yeah yeah cool so it's it's got a very similar way to traverse these dungeons in that like there's a kind of node-based map where you're going from like one square to another and in some of the squares there's like fights and other ones there's random events uh, and you can't really see like which one's connected to which from very far away and so you have to sort of just like hop through these to check like okay is my objective in here is my objective out there where's the exit all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. um and uh the longer you spend spend in there the more like risks you acquire so like if you're in there for you know 20 ticks of time then uh you might be more prone to injury or uh your morale starts to dip lower pretty easily or something like that and mm-hmm. so you're encouraged to keep this balance of like i do want to explore but also the longer I'm in here, the more risky it becomes, right? So it's it's a nice kind of blend of the two. And I also find it a lot more forgiving than Darkest Dungeon. Darkest Dungeon really like kicked your ass a lot of the time for not doing a really good run through through, through the map. Sure. But it's it's got a similar thing. And and also like Darkest Dungeon, you can take certain resources into the dungeon with you, like, you know, a shovel or something like that to make sure that, you know, if you run into a special event where uh, you have to dig yourself out of a trench or like, you know, there's a cave in or something, you can either spend four ticks of time uh, cleared out by hand or you can use a shovel and it takes like one. Right. So sure. all that sort of stuff. So you've got this kind of like resource of time counting for you and against you. And you can offset that with different like stuff that you bring into the dungeon okay um, which i think is cool mm-hmm. from there uh once you're out of a dungeon or you know not not in in this sort of like combat zone uh there's this like pretty rich overworld that you can go explore you typically have some kind of mission of like hey you know we need to go to this town um and do this thing thus far i've pretty much just beeline for whatever you know story beat they're telling me to go to yeah but it's like it, it's a pretty cool system that they've got set up wherein there's a ton of towns and they're all sort of divvied up into different kingdoms that you can see on a very good map and all, all these towns have different uh levels that you have to keep track of of like these people are friendly to you or these people don't really know you and so they're not going to be as accommodating which translates to like discounts at the inn Mm. or uh easier missions or better Mm -hmm. pay for missions or better pay the merchants and shit like that yeah and so there's like exactly yeah so there's there's implications of moving through the world rather than just like i'm in a new town and uh let's see what else the uh the people that you can put in your party are definitely vulnerable like if they die then you either have to get them to an inn 
to like you know recover them or they will like actually perish mm-hmm. and in it kind of similar to Wildermyth from last year the characters that you recruit they also have like you know lives like time is passing and so eventually they grow old and you know either leave the troop or can die and so like you know, they they can also leave the troop if they're you are making decisions that they disagree with sure sometimes you'll be in a dungeon there will be somebody who's like injured or something that you come upon and it can take time to like give give them medical attention so like that's a risk or you can just sort of like move on without doing anything for them and so you know certain people in your party will either think you are compassionate for staying and helping but one person might think that we're being risky by taking too much time in here right gotcha it's like a walking dead <laughs> yeah walking dead thing reminds me kind of of like dragon age in that like mm. the decisions that you make aren't going on some morality meter it's just influencing the people who are around you which sure i think is a better way to handle that honestly like you know paragon system and mass effect is fun but it ultimately boils down to like a very mechanical decision that you end up making yeah Whereas I think it is more interesting to look at a decision and say like, shit, what's everybody going to think about this? Like, I really don't want to lose this person um, because they're like my best party member or I think they're interesting or whatever. I want to kiss them. I want to kiss them, which, you know, that's a valid reason. Why not? Why not? And uh, so it, it, it ends up making this like it it feels like a very crunchy fantasy experience which crunchy crunchy like there's a lot to sink your teeth into here oh yeah succulent yeah a little bit like uh it it feels kind of games of game of thronesy in 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 the sense that like there is a lot of information that if you care to look at is is very well thought out yeah just looking at that the map and everything for the brief (laughs) moment i'm like game of thrones is a big influence on this for sure yeah and like i i think they've taken stuff from the series that isn't just like you know the darkness of game of thrones right like Mm -hmm. uh, that's not really in this one that hard right like they're they they didn't look at game of thrones and say like the best part about this is that main characters sometimes get killed in game of thrones like Mm -hmm. i think they took away the the world building and sort of the the complex kingdoms and interests and people that game of thrones has that i think is really cool and uh makes the the world feel very grounded even though there are there's like definitely magic and shit happening here sure and so i'm really digging it it it's in early access and so i don't think that like you know the game is fully done but i'm i'm enjoying the product that they have so far like it, it feels really good to play through and i'm really like soaking in the in the world that they've made mm-hmm. so i think it's i think it's really good I'm trying to think of what else to say I, I think that's mostly it it's it's a good video game looks fun it is fun i i've been trying to play this on the steam deck and this is the first one that i've run into where i'm like i don't know if i, I don't know if i can do this one on the steam deck does it work it's a very mouse heavy game sure and and to be fair keyboard too like there's a lot of just like hot keys of like okay if i press q then that puts me into the move mode in mm. combat or if I press one on the number pad, then that'll get me my first attack. Whereas with the Steam Deck, you know, you don't have that. And so like you just have to click it with the little trackpad and some of these buttons are pretty tiny. So like mm-hmm. it becomes kind of a challenge to play with the the trackpad on the Steam Deck. I, I booted it up for the first time on PC today and I was like, oh my God, this is a much better. So much better. This, yeah, this, is, this is the way God intended this game to be played. <laughs> yeah. And so like. I that's obviously not a knock against the game. I don't think anybody has been developing with Steam Deck first in mind other than like that the office game that the Steam people put out that's like kind of portal themed. Oh. But um other I, than what that, is this like, game? 
It's like I think it's like an office simulator thing. Hold on, let me like let me, let me. the office or in no, office? No, no, an office like in Aperture Labs. I think is what it's <laughs> like. Did they give Michael Scott a portal gun? Aperture Desk Job is the name of the game. Mm. It looks interesting, but I haven't played it yet. But yeah, other than that, I don't think there's a lot of games that are like you know the the Steam Deck is the first thing in mind. And it, I also don't think this game has like super crazy controllers support yet, which usually translates to it being fine on the Steam Deck. But yeah. It's, it's tough to it's tough to use a trackpad yeah but yeah I, I love where this game is going i think like there are a lot of games in the fantasy settings but not a lot that are like actually pretty well written with the way the world is set up mm-hmm. so it's good i'm enjoying it nice do you want to talk about the the bachelor video games David? the batch games yeah let's batch do it games. um where do you want to start let's start with smash bros yeah we, we played a pretty fair amount of the smash brothers smash bros it's great i think we talk about smash on this a lot but we played it. Chase and I one v one. My eyes got hurt because I wasn't blinking. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good time. It, was, good it time. was a good time. I played Sora for the first time. I haven't done that yet. Sora is pretty fun. He's very flo- floaty, floaty boy, very, f- very floofy. I was very into Flo- very floofy. <laughs> Muy, mucho fluffy. Mucho fluffy. I was a little bummed out that they did not play simple and clean when uh, Sora won, but here we are. Yeah, just like an orchestral uh, arrangement just of it. Come on. Just a little, just a little, a little bit. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You can use that. You can print that one. <laughs> yeah, no, Smash, Smash, Smash Brothers is good. I don't, I don't know if there's a ton else to say about the, the, the good Smash Brothers. Yeah, I don't think ugh, most of these games are not groundbreaking that we played. Halo Infinite played a lot of that. <laughs> Yeah, um, I I don't think I actually played a single game of Halo over the weekend. Really? Yeah, I didn't didn't get my hands on the sticks. What were you doing, bro? So I was m- m- a lot of my weekend was spent in v- Hale's various like chairs and <laughs> massage <laughs> devices. Like I spent a lot of time in the chair that leans back very far. The zero gravity chair. The yeah. zero gravity chair. I spent a lot of time in his decompression table to stretch out my back. <laughs> Um, this was I, this I, was a self care weekend for Chase. It kind of was. I kind of just like got massaged all weekend, which has left me feeling pretty good. Hey, Halo, good. Halo, Halo, good. There was a there was some good Elden ringing. Yep. Which I was I was worried about. You were going to catch some spoilers in there, but I, I avoided it. I, I went yeah. into the other room for a bit when they were in a certain like like snowy area. I'm like, I don't need to see yeah. this. I don't need to see this. <laughs> but I I walked in and championed Drew. That was good. Oh yeah, yeah, true. And all I had to do was just dodge and heal. I'm great at that. I'm great at dodging and healing. I sort of forget what it's like to play games like this in just like a big group of people. I feel like that was a lot more common when, I guess, pre-COVID. You know, Pre-COVID and like, you know, when we were much younger and like had access to each other's homes very easily. True. Yeah. Of like, we're just going to hang out with like eight people and then play a video game or whatever. Yeah. We had four TVs. Yeah. And that was cool. Like five or six Xboxes. There was quite, yeah, there's a handful of Xboxes, uh, a, a half dozen <laughs> video yeah. game consoles, a couple of switches, switches. Yeah. Garen bought his N64, which we didn't even touch. I know. I felt bad that we didn't even, <laughs> he was going through security at the airport. He's like, wow, I'm really glad I brought this. <laughs> so I take the whole thing out into the bin. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but I mean, if we needed it, it was the only, he was, was the there. only one who could who could provide. That's true. The only game that I had written down that I played over the weekend, can I talk about that one? Yeah. Assetto Corsa was the name of this game. Is that what the game was? That wasn't like, that wasn't a Forza Motorsport or anything like that? That is correct, yeah. I've never even heard of this game. I hadn't either. I thought we were, that I was playing Forza initially and I was like, wait, this is a very different game. 
So our, our friend Hale, whose bachelor party it was, um, he is really into racing games and as a result has like a, you know, racing wheel and all that sort of stuff. This is like an expert fucking racing wheel, though. It is very good. Yeah, no, it's it's not like it's not the Wii steering wheel strapped to a chair or whatever. No. And so there was just like a, a essentially the racing wheel and the accelerator, the clutch and the brake just set up in somebody's living room. And we would kind of rotate in and out of playing these racing games. And one of the racing games that they loaded up was Assetto Corsa. This is a simulation racing game made by Kunos Simulazion. Oh, God. Kunos <laughs> Simulazioni. It's an Italian company. Simulazioni? I think so. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Italian David. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just shooting shit <laughs> over here. I mean, I stumbled pretty hard on that, on that first try. So this is, a, I, I'm reading you information that I learned moments ago. Uh, this sure. is a simulation racing game that, uh, it, it wants you to feel like you're very much driving a real ass car. Yeah. And, uh, was worlds un- more unforgiving than either Gran Turismo or Forza. It was um, intense wild man like it it i i thought that i was approaching regular driving mechanics with gran turismo but like the 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 moves that i was bringing to this one were un, not ready for real driving like yeah this this is this is actually you need like do you need a steering wheel to play this game can you play without a steering wheel i feel like it would be really hard to play this game without a steering wheel like yeah so in in the steering wheel that that hale had essentially you could feel the the way that the car was reacting to the road right Mm -hmm. and so like oftentimes that's you know kind of just feeling the acceleration or when you're going around a turn it's shaking a little bit but i think the most helpful and most important thing was was present was that you could feel the tires giving way when you're turning so like you can feel when the 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 tension of the tires and the road are not coming in contact with each other enough yeah you can feel when the car is about to spin out if you're taking a turn too too hard or too fast which I feel like a lot of a, a lot of racing games do a lot to make you not just spin out. Mm-hmm. But have, after having played this game, I was like, I bet that happens a lot if you're not careful. And good lord, that's like all I did for a little while when I was trying to play this was just like I I don't know how to even drive this thing. And then eventually reverted back to like I'm just going to try and drive this like I would drive a normal car, um, which yep. was initially quite slow, mm-hmm. but eventually kind of got the hang of it and like really liked it. I really liked playing this video game. It was fun. That initial D level. Yeah. The initial D level was really good. Hale's dad had sent us like, here's my lap time with this car on this map. And we were all sort of like hunting to try and get a better lap time than that. I don't think any of us crossed the threshold of sub three minutes. You got like 302, 303, something like that. It was close. Yeah, it was pretty close, but like wasn't sure if I could cut any more time off of it. It was really fun. I, I know that like the... The Dark Souls of blank comparison happens all the time, but like, damn, this game felt like a Dark Souls racing game. <laughs> yeah, it was unforgiving, but fair. Yes. It's like, I messed up there. I went, I took that too fast. I should have break, braked earlier. I took it too hard. It was just, it was yeah. all, you could always pinpoint like what you did wrong. It was usually pretty obvious. Like yeah. whenever I crashed or like didn't do it right, I was like, I know exactly what I did there. I was like pushing too hard mm-hmm. and like came in too fast or was turning too hard or oftentimes and i didn't even realize this was an issue but like if you're really gunning it out of a turn that will like immediately just spin you out so like you really yeah. have to not do that yeah if, if the car is good enough right yeah because like because yeah, it otherwise just yeah you just go too quick yeah too big for your britches 
Yeah. It, but anyway, in, in the same way that like it feels good to beat a boss in Dark Souls, it felt really good to finish a lap in this game. Yeah, I was like, just happy I, when I when I finished that 12 minute monstrosity <laughs> of a race. They they had you set up in like I can't remember the name of the car, but it's essentially the initial D car. And uh, you're racing around Nuremberg Ring, which is like a pretty lengthy race. And mm-hmm. the, the intention of the challenge was to get it in a sub, I think it was nine minute, 30 second lap or whatever. Yeah. Just incredibly difficult. Yeah. And never, never, never going off way. the track either. Yeah. No, you can't, you can't spin out. That's, that was true with both of the levels that we played. Um, it was like, if you go off the track, your lap time doesn't count. Yeah. Which is cool. It makes you feel like the, the run was pure. Mm-hmm. Like you truly did not fuck up that badly if you, if you even got to the end of the lap. Yeah 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 it was good i liked i i definitely got a little bloodlust in this game like i could definitely <laughs> play this for a lot of time yeah you you need the wheel though you need Absolutely. that wheel i think playing this with a controller would be like either impossible or just not nearly as satisfying mm-hmm. would you have to like get some racing gloves and the a fan yeah. to blow into your face <laughs> some goggles a scarf <laughs> A little espresso on the side. <laughs> when did it turn into like an Italian touring racer? When it's called a Seto Corsa, made by Simulazione yeah, or whatever. Simulazione. You, you are right. <laughs> I do need to get a scarf and a tiny, a very comically small bit of cappuccino. Yeah, that I can race my car around. Some in. very small spectacles, <laughs> just like unusably tiny. Yes, like I can't. I cannot see anything. You can these. read one letter at a time through those glasses, and that's it. You really get the true experience when you read a book one letter at a time. Mm, it's a guessing the game develop- at that point. <laughs> the developer's intended experience. <laughs> One letter, really take it in each time. Experience the print. Have you ever truly experienced the old man in the scene, David? T. <laughs> H. E. <laughs> hey, you knew where I was going. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> I, had, I had an incredible experience with Captain Underpants this weekend. Just one, one letter at a time. Just delectable <laughs> book. Savored each one. <laughs> Yeah, I thought this game owned. I was really into this. <laughs> yeah, you and I think Drew got the most into this game. There was a point yeah. where Drew was quiet for like an hour. <laughs> Just like as close to the screen as he could get. Yeah, which seemed to bring out a lot of frustration after he played through it. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was in the zone. Like I was very zenned out once I finished those laps. Yeah. I, I didn't really crush any of these records, but I felt like I... I had to focus so hard that like I I had to turn my brain off, which is really yeah. nice, honestly. You didn't you didn't break any records, but you broke your personal record, Chase. Yes, which felt good. Yeah, that's what matters. Be better than yourself. It's, it was great. I I like this. Sounds so cheesy. It felt like meditation, David. Like I had to put my ego of how quickly I wanted to go around these corners on the on the side. Yeah. So that I could actually do the race correctly. 100%. Because, yeah, if you if you try to just take this, like, your, I don't know, Lightning Playing McQueen any other game. Or playing any other game. Burnout, yeah, something, yeah. some shit like that. Mario Kart. Yeah. You're going to have a bad time. You're going to have it's a really immediately bad time. Bad. <laughs> yeah. You're going to spin up immediately. But there, there, is a, there is a very different sort of, of plane of thought that you can yeah. get to. Mental state. And you get to with this type of game. It's very bizarre. Uh, it's kind of like, I think, I feel like the other only other game where you talked about feeling like it's meditation was Farming Simulator. Oh my God. Did you get yeah, similar very, Farming Simulator vibes to this game, Chase? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> like people were, uh, some people were watching me play that race and like they were talking, but I just could not hear them. Like I was, I was somewhere else. <laughs> I was off in the fields racing my car. 
with your scarf, your tiny, your tiny cappuccino. And with my very, very tiny cappuccino, delicious, savored in every sip. <laughs> Fill one sip at a time every lap. You have an espresso machine in the in the car with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or that's part of the pit crew. They come out and just ding a tiny little drop of cappuccino. Mm, that's beautiful. That'd be a great thing. Yeah, a little yeah. cappucci. A little cappucci. <laughs> what else did you want to talk about at the games games at this party? I think that's kind of everything that we played, isn't it? We played anything so, else? Yeah. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah. Those are all the video games. It's a good party. It's a good party. <laughs> Anyway, this will bring me to my podtimistic thing of the week, David. Mm-hmm. Shocker. It's LAN parties. Ooh, baby. I don't necessarily know that anything here qualifies as a full-blown LAN party because we weren't necessarily connected to each other's like local area networks. Mm-hmm. But, but there was a lot of co-op going on that was like made immediately easier by being next to each other. Sure. Yeah. Like the the connecting to each other with Halo, uh, with Elden Ring, there was some co-op going on that like was very easy to be like, hey, you need to come over this way and then just look at the other person's screen and be like, wait, where is that? How do I go through there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just phenomenal. I I love a good LAN party. It's just so nice to be able to be yeah. all in one bring, room bring hanging back out. couch co-op. Come on, video game industry. My God. <laughs> it's a little bit there. There's some couch co-op. There's some, it's true, but it's some. it ain't the same as when we were kids and everything had it. It's just yeah, so much when, easier to communicate, like you said. Like I don't have to like ping anything. I don't have to like be super descriptive. <laughs> just like app. hey, over yeah. here. I don't, don't download an app to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to put in my Nintendo friend ID. Oh so, god, never a fun experience. Dark times. Hey, do you have something feeling your sense of optimism, David? Uh, yeah, it's VRR, baby. VR. Are yeah virtual reality robots? No, v- very rich, re- uh, ring rings. Very rich rings. <laughs> You're gonna say very rich rectums for a second. Okay. <laughs> you said very rich, re- rich rec 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 it Ralph re- viewing re- sessions. Very rich rec it Ralphs. Um, no, it stands for variable refresh rate. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, David. Yes. We talking refresh rate. We talking refresh rates. Talk to me about it. So for people who don't know, VRR lets you uh, increase a game's frame rate uh, by using like an AI essentially to yeah. insert extra frames uh, uh-huh. where the game is not providing them, right? Sure. Through whatever uh, monitor or TV you have. And sure. PlayStation 5 finally got this update. Oh, really? To do this. I didn't know that. They just recently got this. So when you next boot up Elden Ring, Chase, Mm. you should go and into the settings, the display settings, and go to VRR and say, turn on for all games. Because only some of them directly support it, but it can also just run it for any game. Elden Ring is so smooth now, baby. Oh my gosh. It's because like you have a a decent TV and like a PS5. You can see how like the frame rate dips sometimes if you're like looking far away and kind of moving the camera around quickly, right? Yeah, sure. With the VRR, that is minimized 
quite a bit to like yeah. where it rarely happens. And so the game is just way smoother now. Do I need a TV that can handle more than 60 frames a second? Like, is my refresh rate need going to need to be pretty high? You need a TV that has VRR. I don't know if mine does, David. That can like support it somehow. But also, I think your refresh rate needs to be high. Yeah. Mine's 120. Yeah, you got you got that fancy boy TV. You got a real fancy TV. I don't know if I have a good enough TV. Chase, this is another reason for you to get a new TV. I think we talked about it this weekend, didn't we? Yeah, I was like... I'm going to keep whispering in your ear these, these dark, dark <laughs> incantations until it happens. I, I brought one of my TVs with me up to the bachelor party. And I was like, I wasn't hoping for it. I didn't tell anybody this. Mm-hmm. But, like, if somebody hip-checked it just a little wrong off one of the corners and, like, <laughs> oopsie-daisied, I'd, I'd put on the theater required for me to be like, oh, no, my TV broke. Chase. Looks like I gotta get a new one. You know what game just released that is known to send controllers flying at the TV? Yeah. We'll talk about it in a second here. This is your, okay, this is your right, chance. Yeah. This is your chance, buddy. <laughs> Just be like, whoopsies. I was playing badminton, sorry, and I threw a I threw a bowling ball and a real bowling ball through my oh, TV. Whammy, because I need a new television. <laughs> Gotta go down to the Best Buy store. <laughs> hey, hey, Geek Squad, I made a real big oopsie. Now let's buy a TV. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a foolproof plan. I was going to say anything bad. It's a foolproof <laughs> plan. We got it. That's no problem. <laughs> Nothing bad can come from this. No. Cut to me just yeeting my TV off my roof and blaming it on Switch Sports. <laughs> I gotta get a new one. Just just uh, put your Joy-Con in like bubble wrap and just yeet it. Because you don't want to break the Joy-Con. <laughs> no, you know? yeah, I really... Those things are expensive. <laughs> but no, the VRR uh, wow. is, is amazing with, with LDA. Yeah, I may have to hook that up. I have a pretty high refresh rate monitor, so I wonder if I can hook it up to that and see if it would like make a big difference. It looks... I was in that underground area and I was like looking up at all the stars. I was like, oh yeah. my God. Looks really good. <laughs> so yeah. good. They really up their their uh, graphics in this game compared to like Sekiro yeah. and all their other games. And Sekiro already looked pretty good. Looks so it is, good. it is pretty astounding. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's my pot to thing of the week. VRR. Yeah. Thank you, David. Love it. Yeah. Hey, do you want to move on to our main thing? Yeah, let's do it. This kind of feels like a new segment, right? Like a new game? Not a good game? Yeah, it's not a good games. It's like a new thing that we're doing. Hmm. Hot release. <laughs> Do you think that merits a new stanger, David? Because I've been dying to use the new stanger stanger we for a little while. We haven't used it in a while. It's been a very long time. I mean, we've been on a run of good games for a while. Yeah. Or just like doing something entirely else. We didn't even come up with a stinger for like the Metal Gear Solid episode. Hmm. Truly. Um, Let's see. Let's. You want to pitch a couple stingers here? We'll see. We'll see which one lands lands well. Yeah. Uh, he, hear ye, hear ye, gamers and more. Come hear about the latest releases. Uh. Or. or. So new releases. Maybe just do. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I can add a little bell in there. Mm -hmm. Um. New game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that works too. <laughs> Just gonna throw out a bunch of things. No game. <laughs> that was the two IQ version. <laughs> it's just, 
It is what it is. It you were says doing right like some, you were doing like some fucking Shakespeare over there. Some high high concept. What was it? Stuff. Hear you, hear you, gamers, and more. Come see the new game. Or I, I didn't finish the rhyme very well. Extra, extra, read read all about it. Hot new fresh releases. Come come and get it. Hmm. Be good. We, I mean, we could probably just give it the hot stats treatment, right? Like what? New game? New release. <laughs> just really lean into the shock jock uh, vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, for better or worse, that is part of our lineage at this point. So the hot, the hot stats. <laughs> yeah, hot stats and the shock jock uh, uh, ancestry oh, no. here. Are we really? I mean, kind of. We've been. We've been. We play that clip a lot. I mean, yeah, but it's not all we are. No, but it's part of our it's part of our family tree. It's in there. Well, let's make a new branch, baby. Let's do something sophisticated. Okay, I'll play some fancy music right here. Welcome to the new releases, friend. Mm-mm. Come down and have a seat in the in the uh the uh the li- the library. And we'll, we'll talk about video games. Here, yeah. hello gamers. Here's a new here's a are, new one. Are you a wizard? I'm I'm like an old fancy butler. You could say, "Would you like a sampling of the newest varietals?" Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. But you have to say it. You have to do it in your voice. Your your okay. fancy butler voice. Hey, g- hello gamers. Care to sample the newest varietals? There you go. That was good. All right. Nice. That was good. Yeah, we, we'll we'll keep one of those, and then we'll add the new Stanger Stanger at the beginning. New Stanger. That one's really good. I like the new Stanger Stanger. It's very intense. <laughs> new Stanger. Wow, this is a lot of a lot of self reflection here. Uh, we're talking about a new game this week, which is why why we're coming up with this new thing. Yes. What's that we're all going on the podcast? I think a lot of it will. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I wasn't ready. <laughs> Didn't have my pod voice on. Didn't have the pod juice flowing. But that's good. We go. That was a live that's, take. That's it was a live take. <laughs> You're getting raw David. <laughs> oh, God. Ra David. Ra David. <laughs> um, hey, we're talking about... S- <laughs> we're talking about Switch Sports, David. A I don't think they use that song, but they don't. Know, but the, that's the song the real, of my heart. Yeah, the gamers will get it. Yeah, I, I, I have, I have hot stats. Do you want me to read hot stats? Sure. Cool. It's kind of a good game. Let's do it. I just, it's, it's the, it's the framework we have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hot stats, I guess. Hey, this hot game. Hot stats, I guess. Hot, uh, hot stats, sort of. Tepid stats. Tepid stats. Just, I mean, stats. 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 So this game came out April 29th of 2022. You might be saying that's pretty recently. It's because it is. Just came out. Mm -hmm. It's fresh. Uh, This game was made by Nintendo EPD, which is a a newer subdivision of Nintendo. I believe it was founded in 2015. What does EPD stand for? uh, Something. Electronic uh, Power Power Drive. Drive. Electronic Power Dudes. Electronic Potty dogs. Potty dogs. Are they are they pooping in the potty? Yeah, they're good dogs. Those are some good doggos. Yeah, very sophisticated. They don't dogs. know how to flush the toilet yet, though. So sometimes it's yeah, we're, a little we're, nasty. we're working on yeah. it. You can only expect so much. <laughs> uh, this one is made by Nintendo EPD, which is uh, uh, they they've made such games as Mitomo, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Ring Fit Adventure, Metroid Dread. Mm. You know the, the haters. The, Ninten- the Nintendo games. It's There's made a lot by in Nintendo. There. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's Mario himself is back there coding this. Mamma mia, I cannot debug this for loop. Who was that? That didn't sound like Mario. It didn't really. I thought oh. Mario sounded like uh like the guy from Parks and Rec. 
Star Lord. Yeah, no, it's Chris Pratt. I should have done my Chris Pratt impression. Do you have a Chris Pratt impression? No, I don't think Is so. Is it that different than your regular voice? I don't think so. Yeah, like I, I think it would just, I'd have to imitate his like actual voice, which I'm not very good his at. His voice so. is a little bit higher than yours, I think. Come on, really? Star Lord. Really? Yeah, sure. It's me, Chris Pratt. It's a me. <laughs> What if he does that in Mario? If he's, is he, do you think he's just going to be Chris Pratt voice or do you think he's going to try to be Mario? I think he's going to have to utter it's a me, which is like a pretty tough reality. It's a me, Mario. Mario. It is I, Mario. (laughs) Look it. It's a fella, Mario. I have a review from Joe Video of Switch Sports, David. They already reviewed it? They already reviewed it. (laughs) It's out there. My goodness. Can't stop the Joe. No. The Joe must go on. (laughs) The Joe, man. It's a lot better than the one I said. It's a lot better than the one I said. Holy shit. I've taken Joe uh, Video's review of Switch Sports. I've run it through Google Translate. It was originally in French, and I just hucked it through Google Translate through every language I could find, one into the other, and eventually arriving back in English. So let's take a listen to what they had to say. Do it. This will be the first Nintendo Switch indoor game. This technique can be used by all players. The logical proof is a joke and and can be used well, but is also trivial. Cracks and cuts, shadow errors, and ventilated movements make it very difficult to read at low speeds. But it is not limited. Nintendo Switch Games offers a variety of games and apps for Shadow Family. No need to refill in the coming months. 16 out of 20. Is the metric that they use over on Joe Video. Shadow Family. <laughs> shadow Family and Shadow Errors both appearing in there is a little disconcerting. Shadow it's Errors. Kinda, it's, it's, very like metal, metal very metal it's very Metal Gear. It's very Metal Gear. It's because of Shadow yeah. Most Silent. Also, what do they say about the logical proof is bad? Just like big math nerds coming out? The logical proof is a joke. <laughs> and a joke. Oh my God. Damn. It proves are, proves are, are lackluster, my Your friend. Your proof is a joke, bro. And can be used well but is also trivial go back the to algebra <laughs> you need to learn some new proofs what's uh what's switch sports david switch sports is the successor to both wii sports and wii sports resort yeah it is a game for the nintendo switch that mm-hmm. you play via the motion controls of the joy con controller yeah you play different sports such as mm-hmm. volleyball badminton tennis yep. bowling yep. soccer yep. Mm-hmm. and chambara chambara yeah it's true which is the best so yeah each each game you do different motions with the con- with the controllers there are some con- games that require like small inputs like motion wise with the controllers to move your avatar around the the screen mm-hmm. um you can play against people locally you can play against people online you can play with mm-hmm. some of your friends against people online yep. you can customize different avatars in the game you can give them mm-hmm. uh sunglasses earrings yee ass haircuts anything that you want um <laughs> right though anyways the haircuts are a little nuts yeah <laughs> but yeah it's 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 wii sports it's wii sports if you ever played wii sports mm-hmm. and I, I can't imagine that there's many people who are listening to this podcast who have not <laughs> once touched wii sports i think that's probably true yeah it was ubiquitous it was ubiquitous your grandma played it if you didn't play it ask her about it yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's it's new wii sports 
That's true. And uh, yeah, just like on on the note about the online stuff, I do want to say that it's like exceedingly easy to play people online. There's a lot of people playing this, it feels like, and they are all ready to be taken down. Yeah, this the skill the skill level was not so good the other day, which is very nice. Yeah, it's still still some <laughs> some children on there, and I felt bad during <laughs> Shambara because I'm pretty just sure blasting. the first two people that I faced were just like young young children, <laughs> and I just blasted them in the <laughs> head repeatedly. <laughs> 30 year old man steps into the ring with a child and just proceeds to knock them over the edge. Yeah, I agree. It's, it is, it is Wii Sports. It is that thing. Just sort of like made in the modern day, which I appreciate. Like, uh, like I said, it's, it, I feel like sometimes Nintendo online stuff is really tough with like actually getting online and then like signing in, going into like a totally different UI and like, okay, yeah. now I'm online or something like that. I was surprised where, at how seamless it was to play people online. Yeah, no, you just click like, I would like to be able to play with people online. And then when you pull up bowling, it's like, all right, there's 20 other people you're playing with right now. Like, no quickly, quickly, too. Yeah, quickly, quickly. And like, I think especially for bowling, it's really nice because like, you don't really have to have that good of an internet connection to play that game. No, you don't. And you can just kind of play it that way. I, I love that it is elimination bowling that like it slowly it's just yeah. starts taking people out from the bottom half or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, very good. So, I mean, being that this is a pretty recent release, I don't know if we can necessarily talk about what has aged well or, or badly but i do have a, a handful of questions for you David. oh question oh sure yeah got some got some hot let's questions hot hot cues give me your give me your top your your countdown what's your top sport and what's your bottom sport top to bottom chambara is my top so sword fighting yeah it gets my blood <laughs> boiling it's 1v1 you're really in there with somebody it is else. 1v1 it is mind games it even playing online mm-hmm. the connection is so strong i was very impressed yeah. by that that it was like showing me these this other person's motions one to one with a controller yeah. pretty much right away yeah it worked yeah, great yeah. It worked so well that you could actually like do mind games where like someone is blocking vertically mm-hmm. And then to, like before the match starts and they change it to horizontal all of a sudden and they like yeah. to try to mess with you and like just kind of twirling it around so they can't see where you're going. It's great. Mm-hmm. But it is, it, it does, it's very thinky in a way that <laughs> I, that I enjoy. It's thinky and yeah. aggressive, which I think are two of my favorite things to, uh, in combination in a game. <laughs> yeah. If I can, kind if sm- I can plan, smash Bros-y. yeah, if I can plan my aggression and have it work yeah. out well, I'm usually a pretty happy camper when it comes to competitive yeah. games. And I feel like the Chambara in particular out of all of these works well in that way because it is the one-to-one control of the sword. Yeah, no, it's great. I guess for somebody who hasn't played this before, you essentially sword fighting with these like big padded swords. Yeah, in a giant circle uh, area. Right, yeah, you're like up on a platform. Yeah. And uh, the way that you land a hit on somebody is by striking them like kind of in the same line that their sword is currently held at. Yes. So if somebody's holding a sword like right up against their head, straight up and down, if you just hit them straight down, it'll hit them. Whereas if they have their sword uh, perpendicular to yours, like at a 90 degree angle or something, mm-hmm. and they're blocking, if you hit them, it like bounces off and it leaves you vulnerable to a hit. Yeah. And so it's this kind of back and forth of trying to uh, trick your opponent into either hitting you and blocking them, reading your opponent and hitting them in the correct position so that they do actually get hit until they have been knocked off the platform. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's a very fun game. 
Yeah. And you're trying to knock people off the platform into a pool of water. So there's like this, uh, yeah. this kind of sumo wrestling aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Like don't get out of the circle and that's how you lose. It's pretty wild that some of this stuff is like very, very sophisticated. Like you were saying, like the, the motion being one-to-one with this like thing, being able to do that through the internet and have a game based like so specifically on the positioning of someone's sword. It's like, it's wild. That's the sort of stuff that like when you actually got your hands on Wii Sports originally, you're like, oh man, I wish that like this was one-to-one. Yeah. Right? Like tennis kind of got close, but it like wasn't exactly there. Mm-hmm. Golf was a little bit there, but by and large, like it was reading the motions that you were doing rather than the position. Yeah, exactly. And so it's wild that they've actually like delivered a lot on a lot of those promises way back when. Mm-hmm. Like sword fighting does that. I think badminton and tennis both do. Bowling is pretty much just bowling. Yeah. But volleyball is pretty good too. Like volleyball in, in is the way pretty good. You... But the bowling, the bowling has a little bit of it because you have to twist to, to, to curve it. But that's, yeah. that's old Wii Sports uh, technique right there. So we won't count <laughs> sure. it too much. Um, so what's your countdown? You got, you got Chambra at number one. And then I think I got tennis number two. Ooh, a classic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like that it's doubles by default. Yeah. So yeah. you can, you can use your front player to just like dominate if you want, if you're, if you have the right timing. Mm-hmm. But like I told you, I've, I've been bloodied by playing two player at the net Mario, <laughs> Mario tennis 64. Yeah. So I'm used to it. I'm just like, let's go. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Catches most people off guard, but I'm ready to see what happens when I'm on like the actual ranked ladder. Because yeah. at this up until this point, I've just been playing quick play, so it's just anybody. But yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how these games evolve, how the meta evolves. To be very gamer about it, <laughs> once I get into yeah, like the ranked the ranking system. But the tennis is very yeah. fun. Hey, you have to be pretty precise. Uh, it really yeah. it really takes into account where and when you hit the ball. I wish there was some way. I, I maybe I haven't figured it out, but to like kind of hit it harder, or to like to do drop shots or stuff like that. But maybe I just need to yeah. do a tutorial and like get some education on it. I think that there's like a button you press for a drop shot, but that's the only thing that I know of that lineup. I know there's one in badminton, but I haven't yeah. found one. In, I haven't found it in tennis yet. But I just need to. Mm. I just need to actually do the tutorial. I think. Yeah, sure. But it feels real good when you get that power shot. If they hit it, it does, if they yeah. hit it too late, like weak, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> feels real good. So sword fighting, uh-huh. tennis, what next? Bowling. Bowling. Yeah. Yeah. Bowling's really good. Yeah. It's just like you said, the elimination is great. Just how slight differences in where you put your player and how much twist you put on the controller when you do it make yeah. big differences. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. It is. Yeah. It's very cool. I, I love, like I said, I the inclusion of elimination is really what pushes bowling over the edge for me. Uh-huh. It's not just bowling. There's like this other game going on, which is really fun. Yeah. It's just like, I just have to get to this, this number and I'm safe, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's not just playing the game, but like if you're if you're not hitting everything, like you're playing the numbers too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very fun, and you play with a lot of people, which is great. Like it's a yeah, full it... bowling alley that you that you're with <laughs> with these people, and then Shaq is once he gets eliminated, is cheering you on in the background. It's great. It's I, we haven't even mentioned this yet, but there's like new sort of avatars that you can create in this game uh-huh. um, that are like much. I, I don't know if realistic is the right word, but a lot more detailed than the me's are. Mm-hmm. But you can choose to have a me in there too. And so it's bizarre seeing these like pretty hyper, not realistic, but hyper detailed characters alongside like these just monsters that people make in the, in the me maker. <laughs> or seeing the the shack me that I remember looking up how to make online when I was in, <laughs> in like, high school. Yeah, in like 2008. Yeah, just like I haven't yeah. seen that face in many years. <laughs> i haven't been called by that name in a long time what else what are your next couple here then i'd probably say 
I like the racket sports. Then I probably say badminton, mm-hmm. volleyball, and then soccer. Well, cool. But nice. I would say none of them are bad. No, none of them are bad at all. They're all pretty good. Like they're all pretty good. I just don't know. Like soccer is fun, but it feels like kid soccer where everybody well, is just chase ball chasing or it feels <laughs> yeah. like low tier rocket league. So I bet at like higher tiers, people will start actually like playing the goal as well mm-hmm. and protecting. But just the, the one game I played, I was like, eh, this is just everybody trying to get to the same spot all at once. And it becomes just like a sprint, essentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I do like that you feel like Deku <laughs> yeah, during yeah. it. Uh, it's true. Your kicks are pretty powerful. You are shoot styling the whole time. You jump <laughs> and you kick. And it's just a power. It's like a karate kick, essentially. It's not really like yeah. a soccer kick. It's no, it yeah, is, it is martial arts mm-hmm. uh, mixed with soccer. I like the volleyball. The volleyball seemed like the least fast paced to me, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I kind of like I kind of live for the thrill, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. At least when it comes to Wii Sports, but it's fun. I think it'd be fun to play to like cooperatively online with some with a friend. Yeah, definitely. right. Because then you could really kind of get get some strategy going. And I did like yeah, blocking sure. people. Blocking people was really fun. Felt good. It's a tall boy. Yeah. And the Batman, it's, it's, I'm kind of, I, I enjoy it, but I'm like, do we need mm-hmm. Batman if we have tennis? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a pretty similar game mechanically. It's a pretty similar game it. mechanically. Like you, you do have to use the controller in a different style than you do in a tennis. Yeah. Tennis is more just like back and forth mm-hmm. across your body. Whereas mm-hmm. Batman is more like you have to swing underneath and like mm-hmm. do more like uh, flowing motions to hit the the birdie, as they say. But at the same time, it's just like it's just it's it's just close. I'd rather they I'd rather they had put in a, another sport that was a little bit more unique than having yeah. tennis and badminton, having two racket sports that are quite similar take up a third of the games that are at least being released right now. I know there's supposed to be more that are going to be released in the future. But yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. What are what are you, what's your power ranking? Let me see. I think for me it is soccer number 1. Soccer's number 1. Yeah, I I really like the soccer game. You it was fun watching you play and doing those headers. Yeah, the headers are incredible. You essentially like just go fully horizontal with your header. Uh-huh. And like shoot your body. Um it's very cool, but um I think Soccer just because it feels like the most of a departure from the rest of the like Wii Sports games. Like the rest of them feel like they could have been in another Wii Sports games, but this is the first one where I'm like, this is kind of a different thing mm. that they're doing here with being able to like move your character around and kind of run around the court. I think it's really fun. And and the one that feels like it is the most variable when you're playing with other people. Sure. I see I, that. I feel like I, I like bowling a lot, but I feel like in most of the bowling games, there is one person who has gotten a strike every single round. Like sure. It's, they're just somebody who's crushing it every single time. Whereas like soccer is a little bit different. You do need to rely on your team a little bit more and like not like you were saying, just leave the goal open. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would be interested to see like if people actually start like playing it a little bit more well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, soccer one, I think bowling two. I love elimination bowling that owns. Yeah. It's just such a cool idea. I think volleyball number three for me. For a similar reason to soccer in that, like, I haven't really seen this very much in other games. It's different. Yeah. Um, So I think that's pretty cool. And then uh, sword fighting. It's it's really intense. Sword fighting is a little scary for me. (laughs) I don't know if I can handle that. (laughs) A little intense, huh? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And then uh, badminton tennis, just because, like, I feel like I've kind of played those before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're right that, like, it is more sophisticated in the way that it tracks your motion, but I just had a lot less drive to actually play those ones. I mean, like you said, they're all good. Mm -hmm. They're all very good. Another question. What, uh, what What sport are you hoping to add to this year lineup? 
Well, I know golf's coming. Okay. Yeah. Golf is a confirmed DLC that they will they will put out. I would love to see basketball. Yeah, that would be cool. If they could make it like soccer and that like you kind of do have to move around a little bit. It's like you dribble with your left hand and you have to like shoot with your right. <laughs> they could they could do something cool with that. I think that'd yeah. be pretty fun. Basketball would be neat. I for some reason I think like wrestling could be cool. I don't know how they would do it, but I want to wrestle people virtually with my with my weird little Wii Sports avatar yeah. or bust out my yeah. old Shaq me and like just wrestle people or like my Abraham Lincoln me. <laughs> yeah. That could be a fun one. Maybe some sort of archery or shooting. Oh, yeah, could be sure. Cool. Archery would be cool. Yeah. I always find that those were pretty fun in any of like any sort of motion control game. Shooting of some mm-hmm. sort's good. Yeah. Oh, baseball. Yeah, baseball would be pretty cool. That I think that was going to be my answer. Baseball would be a like, great one. That's the one that almost blew my fucking arm out when I was in high school, <laughs> trying to just you, pitch as hard as I can. I, I feel like baseball was one they automated a fair amount. Like the outfield wasn't really something you did. You just sort of like hoped that the players would play well. Yeah, you pitched and you hit. That was it. I feel like that would be a really cool game to have like a lot of people playing at one time mm. where like everybody's playing in the outfield if they're you know on that side of the inning or uh you know everybody kind of waits while they're doing bats and stuff like that mm-hmm. i feel like that would just be really fun like team experience totally you could do like eight you could do like eight innings because then that would be no nine innings because for each team there'd be like nine people out at a, at a given time right that's how many players are on a baseball team i think so i played i should know there's one two three catcher that's four. Pitcher mm-hmm. is five, and then three in the outfield. That's eight, mm-hmm. and then the shortstop. Yeah, I think so. so. I think that's nine. So you could have nine innings, sure. and then <laughs> everybody just alternates positions when they're on defense, and then you just have a regular oh, batting yeah, order. I see. Um, David, if your life was on the line, what game are you playing? Where are you getting these questions? Did you just come up with these beforehand? Yeah, I did. Oh, these are great questions. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I'm on an interview show right now. If I, yeah. if I, if there were, if so, if someone is like gun to my head. Choose mm-hmm. one of these games to like beat me at or beat somebody at like online or yeah you have to you have to win the game online online you, your your teammates will be chosen at random for just like the normal pool of the internet oh man <laughs> oh a God. real risk I don't know if I could if I could stomach Chambara it would if be my really, life is on the really line intense <laughs> I think that I would fuck up and I'd be too nervous and I wouldn't play well. <laughs> Like, I would for sure die if I did Chambara. Maybe bowling. Oh, bowling is interesting because there are more people there. More opportunities for somebody to just blow blow the the lid off the whole thing. That's true. Someone could just do strikes each time. Yeah, they could. I'm not that good at bowling. Fuck. It's tough. Fuck it. My My pick is soccer again. Why soccer? I just feel like if I... If I just played really good defense, we might be okay. And you want to do it on a team where like someone else could take the lead? People are going to be chased after the ball no matter what. Like, let me just hang back and like block the shots that are like a bummer if they go in. Like if they just lob it down the field from one end Mm -hmm. and like we have an empty goal and that goes in, like let's not do that. Let me just play defense, kick it down. They'll probably get on some kind of run and get it. I feel like that's my best bet. Give me tennis. Oh, tennis, yeah. I'm gonna say one v one. I'm gonna, yeah, it's one v one, but it's longer game. Yeah. So if I can, I can lose like a match or two from nerves mm-hmm. and still be able to come back. Also, I don't have to worry about getting to the ball. It just takes me there. I just have to worry about my timing, and that's it. And it's usually <laughs> pretty well drawn out, like when you need yeah. to hit the ball. Yeah. Um, so I feel like at the very least, I could live for longer and just like draw mm-hmm. out a game. <laughs> 
<laughs> for a while um, yeah. and then just hope that they mess up. That's usually my strategy with tennis is just keep hitting until they fuck up yeah. and then smash it. It's the weirdest squid games. The weirdest squid games. You will now all be playing Switch sports. <laughs> if you were going to start a podcast with some random person from Spaco Square, what sport would you try and find someone to start a podcast with? Ooh. Hmm. So you've got your soccer crowds, your soccer hooligans, and your your soccer fans. Yeah. You've got your bowling people, your volleyball people, your chambara people, and then badminton and tennis. So I feel like tennis and mm-hmm. chambara are both out. Okay. Why? Because those are solo sports, at yeah. least in the game. Like you can play tennis with somebody else, but it's it's defaulted to to one v one. Yeah. They're gonna be a selfish podcaster. Yeah. Badminton, I think it's forced to do two-player, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was forced to be two-player online. Which is a good number of people on it's a podcast. good number of people on the podcast. Bowling, still pretty individualistic, but yeah. kind of for the people as well. Yeah. So that could yeah. be a potential one. Sure. Might be volleyball. Mm. Might be volleyball. That's a two-player. You really yeah. have to be in sync and trust the other person. As there are going to be some times where the ball is just going to them and you just got to be like, all right, you got it. You have to be comfortable not being in control. Just yeah. like you you have to be comfortable not being the one talking on a podcast all the time. It's not just you. Oh, sure. It's two people. It's, you play off of each other. It's two people. Yeah. <laughs> this, these words, these words that we use are the ball. And we're just, oh. we're just bumping and setting and spiking it down for the, for the, <laughs> for the laughs throughout this whole podcast. So I think that's really, I think it's volleyball. It makes a lot of sense wow. to me. I don't. I don't know that I can give another answer. That one was pretty concise. <laughs> That's pretty much. I it. mean, we pretty consistently say on this podcast, like, "Oh, I set that one up for you," mm-hmm. you know, and that is that is a move in volleyball <laughs> setting. And we often say, "I spiked that one for the audience." Yeah, or like in Smash Bros, I spiked you. Yeah, or or in Smash Bros, I spiked mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I, I I was gonna choose bowling just because like maybe you wind up with just some bizarre person who has like some very fun thoughts. Mm. That is also equally possible that you might end up with a bizarre person who has a real bummer of thoughts who like yeah. doesn't necessarily need to be recorded into a microphone. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of crud I think with bowling that you'd that you'd have yeah. to sift through. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good answer. Yeah. If there was a musical set in Spaco Square, where do you think the main character lives? And which actor will portray them in the movie adaptation? Dude? So like what arena they live in? Yeah. What sport zone do they hail from? If this is like divergent or something like that. If this that. is divergent. Why divergent of all things? I don't know. That's where my brain went for like house based living places. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, they're probably from bowling. Mm. Tell me why. Because bowling is the everyman place. Bowling is where uh, there's sure, the most yeah. people. It's the most diverse folks. They're mm-hmm. not like the most fit you don't have to be but they're very skilled so people probably yeah. the other uh, athletes probably disrespect them look down on them so it's kind of <laughs> like a very very big um you know me versus the world underdog story like the view becoming the champion of all of spaco square like top yeah, yeah, like yeah. top dog yeah it's uh, it's 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 very dauntless of them mm, there you go it's another is, divergent is reference did you just did you just google that real quick over there maybe <laughs> saw you furiously typing and then the, the the color of your face changed as the google page popped up no i'm not i'm not looking at the internet at all i tried to just navigate <laughs> to a very dark page there we go no nothing <laughs> nothing oh my god that's a good one what's what's the opening number or like what's the main song that they're doing in this in this musical david it's a cover of they see me rolling the hayden <laughs> oh wow yeah like a very showtimey version of it yeah <laughs> yeah it's great 
Not even Showtime. He just straight up rap. Hamilton <laughs> yeah. showed you that you can just do rap, man. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I I agree that they come from bowling. That was that was my thought. Mm-hmm. Like they come from the bowling zone. First number. I feel like maybe roll my ball. Oh. Or uh, how about this? How about seven ten split? That's the name of the of the of the number. That's the name of the number or the musical. It could be Ooh, either. Seven ten split. It's got a ring to it. It's mm-hmm. got a strong sort of like cadence to it. Or just split. Exclamation point. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. With the exclamation point really sends it over the edge. The exclamation point's a bowling pin. Oh, my God. And a bowling ball. So it's a bowling pin and a bowling ball is the dot underneath. <laughs> wow. Yeah, absolutely. Split is the name of this one for sure. Holy hell. Oh. And the opening number is 7-2-10 because that's how long the people in bowling have to work to make their ends meet. 7 in the morning to 10 at night. It's a fucking hard yeah. life for bowling over there. Oh, yeah. Is it sort of like kind of an everyman? Like uh, everybody does this work and it's kind of like tough, but we all do yeah, it. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Very blue collar over in, in bowling. <laughs> and uh, uh, t- t- Teresa Bolt Bowl. Teresa, Teresa Bowling Ball is the, is the main character. <laughs> Teresa Bowling um, Ball? Yeah, I wish I had something funnier, but that's that's where, that's where all I've got. <laughs> Terry Pins. Terry, Terry Pins, god damn it. Yeah, that's already much better. Let's see, who who plays this person in the music adap- the uh, movie adaptation, dude? Who plays this person? Who's Terry Pins? It's yeah. Chris Pratt. Oh, man. I mean, it's kind of set up for him. Every man. That's kind of, He's just kind of the blue collar every man in Hollywood bowl, right now. Bowl. Bowling. bowling he could he could get a little chubby like andy and have like a beer gut or we don't do the worst chris <laughs> i my unfortunate answer was that james corden is in this which is james corden oh what yeah. about the guy who played olaf oh um yeah josh gad yeah josh gad he is definitely terry pins You're he's right. terry pins i'm down i'm down for the josh gad portrayal in a main acting lead in split it's <laughs> <laughs> really good <laughs> Finally, what kind of underground sketchy crimes are going on in Spaco Ooh. Square that no that no one really wants to Spaco after dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's what's their like their big crime problem? Oh, what are they doing? Man. Oh god. I think just the people who play Chambara are just coked out all the time. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're <laughs> this is their their nightlife. They're still playing Chambara after yeah, hours. Yeah, it's the it's the after hours Chambara fight club that's going on. <laughs> My answer was going to be street badminton, so we're not all that far street off. Street badminton. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, EA's newest title. Need for Speed Badminton Edition. <laughs> Just put some Lil John in front of it. It'll be all right. There's racing down the streets, but then they set up a badminton court in between the two cars. <laughs> and then play going 150 miles an hour down the freeway. Yeah, I'd play, I'd play bad, bad, badminton street. I would do that. I would also play uh, underground Chambara. High stakes Chambara. Chambara Club, real swords. <laughs> We're talking about a lot of like actual violence there. I think you you said what's at what's after dark? What's their seedy underbelly? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I I didn't ask for that. Bowl bowling, but with your butt out. Oh, butt bowling, just your butt. It's illegal. So like in spot, assless in chaps Square. bowling is what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah, it's very provocative. It's kind of a political statement in Spaco Square because mm. it is tech. It is technically illegal to show your butt there. Just your butt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The rest of it's fine, but if you show your butt, it's wow. illegal. Like, could I show how much, what percentage of my butt could I show without getting in trouble? Uh, it's, it's in, in the, the law is intentionally obtuse. Oh. It never comes the down. The caboose like, is obtuse. It, it, the caboose is obtuse. 
the Kabusi is obtuse. <laughs> Sorry. I don't I don't know if obtuse is is a very obtuse. Obtuse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um yeah, yes. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I guess my question was, could I like cover up my whole ass but like mm. have my butthole showing? Would that be illegal? <laughs> I think that's probably the most illegal. <laughs> For it's me imme- personally, immediately you are you are sent to jail and put on death row if you do that. <laughs> Just like yeah. get out of here. You are not fit for society or to live. Baco will not handle Baco this. Baco says no, thank you, no Baco. <laughs> well, hey, this has been a delight. Did, did, I, I don't know if I asked you this. Did you, you like this game? You had a good time with this one. I'm loving this game. It's very good, right? It's it's hitting me in all the right spots. We've we yeah. talked a lot about how much we love Switch or Wii Sports on this mm-hmm. podcast and just how yeah. kind of seminal of a game that was in our video yeah. game lives and i i, I know there are some people who are like uh, it's 40 to 40 bucks and there's only six games but I, I feel like for how well made each of these games is compared mm-hmm. to the original wii sports that's, that's fair like i'm yeah. seriously impressed by how well they do online one-to-one sword fighting it's there crazy, are so yeah. many ways that that could go terribly wrong but <laughs> it's pretty much like works damn well like they yeah. they have done a good job on the internet play with this game and i think that's yeah. a very interesting and encouraging turn for nintendo yeah because their internet play had had not been great up until this point yeah so hopefully that's a sign of things to come yeah no i i, I agree with you i i really really like this game it's as i was mentioning before it feels like it delivers on the promise of Wii Sports originally. Yeah. Because there's a lot of sophisticated stuff going on that is easy to overlook because it feels so natural, but it's pretty astounding if you look at what's going on in there. Yeah, it's just like, this is what I've wanted Wii Sports to be. Like, yeah, I still love Wii Sports, that... but this is what I always yeah. thought it could have been. Game good. Yeah. Play, play, play the video game. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. <laughs> it's a good I'll game. I'll meet you on the Chambara Court. Come meet me at Spaco Square. <laughs> Let's let's go let's go make split real quick. <laughs> we can't. I can't believe you came up with split with an exclamation point. That's so good. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with that one. It's very pretty cool. happy with that one. So we are on Elon Musk Twitter. Oh god. Twitter yeah, Twitter by Musk. Um, yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> We are Sounds at like a shitty clone. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Musk by Twitter. We are at Podtimism. Yes, that is true. So come, come talk to us. Yeah. Uh, we also uh, had a suggestion by a friend and fan of the show, Garen, yeah. to maybe start posting on Twitter what we're going to be playing in advance of each of the podcasts so people can kind of touch as well. So maybe we'll start posting that on there if we if we get our act together cleanly enough. But no promises, yeah. but we'll try. Yeah, I, th- I think the hope is that like we'd be able to broadcast a little bit earlier which games we're going to do for good games. I suspect that will probably be like kind of a flexible thing, you know, because in mm-hmm. case either we can't get our hands on something or, you know, what, whatever ends up happening. But uh, I do agree that it would be cool to tell folks in advance so that, you know, if somebody wanted to download something on Game Pass, like I'm Fish or something like that would have been a perfect candidate for that. Yeah. That they'd be able to see it. And then, you know, a couple of months from now, be like, oh, yeah, I play this game. And just have, yeah, have more uh, interesting engagement with with the uh, with our listeners. Sure. Yeah. Uh, which would be cool. Yeah. Uh, so look out for that. Um, but yeah, we are at on Twitter at Podmism. Yep. We are on Gmail 
Gmail at well, no podtimism at gmail.com. Fuck, I always do that. That happens. <laughs> we have a TikTok. We have we it. We have it. It's there. <laughs> Follow it if you want, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want to help us out, you can leave a review on Appy Podcast. Yeah. You can follow us on Spotify or leave us a review there as well. I think you can do that. Yes. Is that true? That is it. Um, yeah. You can, you can leave a, a one out of five review. So vote with your heart. Yeah. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you think we, if you think we deserve it, I ain't going to stop you. It's true. Fair enough. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you can also, if you think you have some friends or family yeah. or enemies who would like this podcast, just let them know. Send us uh, send send them to us. Yeah. See, let them decide. See if see if they see if they uh, jive with our with our jib. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. Yeah. It's organic growth, as they call it. Yeah, sure. Um, although not really, if I'm asking you to do it. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> uh, scout out of the week. Thank you, Scout yeah, Wilkinson. Yeah, thank you, Scout. Crushing it day to day, every day. I feel like I am a sunflower now. Yeah, that is part of my personality. Me too. It's it's great. I've always been a sunflower. I've always been a sunflower. Mm-hmm. She just is the one who revealed it to us. Yeah. Thank you for telling us the truth, Scout. Yes, she has. <laughs> uh, she is a a a a, a wizard. A wizard with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with Period. letting people know what they are <laughs> yeah. through her through her artwork it's beautiful it's very good yes and thank you dear listener for spending your uh precious precious ear minutes with us yeah. during the week uh we truly appreciate it we love making this podcast this is something that we would do if nobody listened it's true so thanks for making it a little bit more engaging and different and fun yeah so that's great yeah totally totally appreciate being here Love feedback, love hearing from people, and uh, love that uh, this can provide some amount of positivity for anybody. So thank thank you. All right, Chase, do you have any video game wisdom for the week? Video game wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, don't? No. Go chasing waterfalls? Hmm. If, no. <laughs> when? That was, that, was a, that was a quick abort. <laughs> When you're playing volley, no, no, no. I wish I like pause on me being, you know, the bit that I can't come up with something. I mm-hmm. wish that I could come up with like a verse of the f- the first song in Split. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Seven to ten, baby. So, oh God, like it's I I. This is something I wish I could do in post, where like ah, oh, here's the joke, but like that's a that's a lot. I can't put that together. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> world coming at me tearing me apart mm. working seven to ten feeling like a split oh wow not even rhyming at the end there i love that <laughs> that's um, the best i got yeah i was thinking like real real upbeat you said seven to ten so i was thinking nine to five so we just do like the. Uh, yeah it does it has it, uh, um, evoked dolly parton for yeah sure. sure um okay well give me something give me something show tunesy baby you got it uh work, you were in a band work, you were a lead singer working working ten to seven uh, it's throwing balls down the down the court. Yeah, uh, I'm mm. a I'm a every guy. My name is Terry Pins, and I'm uh, uh, work at a bowling alley. Um, I, oh, yeah. I have an interest in crocheting, but the, mm. my bowling parents don't let me do that. Um, the name of this musical is Split, and my name is Terry Pins again. I loved it. Uh, that's beautiful. Okay, it's a rough draft, but it was, it's, it, you know, there's, there's definitely some some heart there. There's, I, some, there's some there's some gold in that. So the gaming wisdom of the week is that if you're gonna make a musical, you should just see what Lin Manuel Miranda's doing. See if he's around. 
<laughs> just pay him whatever he asks or see if he'll do it for like you know a couple you know a burger or two or something like a burger or two is, is lin-manuel miranda a known burger aficionado i don't think so but like just just maybe start low maybe don't start with i'll pay you anything because like i don't have anything i got a couple of burgers you could have though yeah you can't start like too low you can't be like the lint in my pocket yeah you yeah. gotta give him like something with with value you buy a couple burgers you buy i'll fly i'll go pick it up you don't need a doordash right now lynn while you're mm. right, while you're writing Split, the hit musical coming in 2023, I'll provide you with all the burgers you need, My... all the brain food you need to make this this smash musical. <laughs> you're only <laughs> he's he has to uh, uh, really sink into the 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 bowling alley life, so you only get him food that can be purchased from a bowling alley. <laughs> it's just wildly. Oh so we're actually trying to kill Lin Manuel yeah, Miranda. Just wildly unhealthy by the end of it. <laughs> Just pizza, burgers, hot dog, pretzels, nachos. And what else do they sell? And and soda and beer. Yeah, just a ton of beer. A lot of light beer. Carbs, grease, meat, (laughs) sugar, water. Local podcasters poison Lin-Manuel Miranda with bad food, driving him nearly to death. (laughs) I don't know if it's poisoning. I think it might just be more abuse. Yeah. Just like we forced him to eat all this shit food you got we gotta finish split somebody's gotta do it (laughs) it ain't gonna be me lynn it's gonna be you josh gad is out there dying to play tony (laughs) pins terry pins john don't tony pins is good too though (laughs) tony pins does have some power in it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His name is Tony Pins, but his uh his bully slash rival calls him Terry Zitz. Oh wow, crushing it. Terry Pitts. Oh yeah, there, there it is. is. Yeah, there Terry Pitts. There you go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> this this fucking musical writes itself, man. It's not. It's I don't not see why Lin Manuel would not do this pro bono. <laughs> Come on. He just wants. He just wants in on the ground floor of something great. Lynn, have you heard of Switch Sports? We got to start there. A man has more money than he knows what to do with at this point. And I think making Split is what he should do with it. This is a passion project. Lynn? You don't do it for the money. You do it for the for the love of the craft. <laughs> Lynn, look at me. Please, <laughs> please Lynn. Please. Lynn, it's look g- at me. It's going to boost our numbers so much. Lynn, please. 7 to 10. With an exc- Tony Pins. With an exclamation point. We do. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Get this. The exclamation point is a bowling pin with a bowling ball underneath it. We do. Need, we will be needing to contact Dolly Parton. It may be an issue. <laughs> I feel like Tom Haverford trying to get a business loan right now. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, as, as, as then that's and that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. Coming next week. Split to a Josh Gad story. Split two, split again. The uh, the movie split is going to be kind of a challenging thing to integrate, given that it's like a very different tonal movie. <laughs> Are you talking about the the M Night Shyamalan movie? <laughs> yes, it's going to be kind of a hard <laughs> corner to 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 square off there. <laughs> Very dark and sequel. Then this, and then this Jack dude just starts walking on the walls, <laughs> and then oh my god, it's Bruce Wilbus. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Wilbus really sent me to another place with a special cameo by Jerry Seinfeld. I'm I'm closing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>